When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nick and Tom, Tom and Nick. One's quite fat, the other has a big dick. Hey, it's Nick and Tom. Josh is in the hospital, Ryan's at a family thing. We can't disclose too much, but it's Tom and Nick. Nick and Tom. <laughs> yeah. Nick fucks your dad, I fuck your mom. Hey! You like it? It's a little Worst jingle. Worst fans in baseball. Podcast. Not your typical mom's podcast. It's the slob on your knob till you pop your cop cast. Yeah, it's a rap I made. Yep. Um, you know what popped on when I was driving to work? Uh, what was uh, what? Uh, uh, what was the album you had before SSRI? Amit is it? Uh, Anamoya or Monia? Yeah, Anamoya. Like back to back songs that High Priestess. Nice. Uh, what's the other one? Damn it! Nice. Yeah, I, uh, when you sent Creature me the, the uh, first cut of it, I compared it to Beverly Hills Cop. So. Creature of the Night. You got another thing coming. Yeah, that one's good. The, that you one were in that on. music video. Very... Creature? No, I wasn't in. Cre... That was Creature of the Night. Yeah, you were in that video. Yeah, I, but that song didn't pop up. Oh. Okay. What was the other one? It's like all very industrial heavy. It's really cool. Like uh it's uh I've I've always what was the what's the compliment I gave you? I always figure like this is uh the best compliment you can give a local artist is that uh after listening to it, it made I like I I felt like I wasn't listening to a local artist, if that makes sense. Like yeah, it's such good yeah. production value on it. So, also, Thanks. how do you write your how do you write your li- lyrics? Because speaking of that, your old uh, your old Nico Scarpi song oh. came up, and I was like, "Oh, Nick, Nick dropping raps." So terrible. I was, oh man. Um, I don't know. I like the band. It's pretty cool, you know. So I'm gonna drink a drink a sweet tea. What do we got on the docket? We're gonna do a list, even though uh, Ryan and Josh are both in the hospital. Josh, yeah. Uh, Legit in the hospital. Yeah, his dick's too fucking huge. Yeah, the booster got him bad. Got him down. Yeah, bad, he started so. shaking uncontrollably because of how entire... fucking thick his dick grew. <laughs> Jesus about, Christ, yeah. dude! That shit like, would, why would that shit would tear the walls of anybody. He's just shaking horribly, and I'm like, "What's wrong, Josh?" He's like, "Why would Joe Biden do this?" And then his dick just. God, it's so huge. It could it on it could vote. That's how big it is. That's how big and alive it is. Honestly, like you're probably gonna see something in like the news about it um, because they're gonna have to kill it. Like it's it's about as close to a male abortion as you can go. Um, you know, prayers up to Josh. Prayers up to Ryan. He's doing family things. I think 
or something else. Or he's I just mean, he faking it because he doesn't want to be on the podcast. Yeah, because he, I, I knew when I saw his number one for first baseman. I he knew did, he didn't want the heat, bro. Yeah, he didn't want he didn't want all that smoke. He didn't he didn't want he didn't want any of that cappuccola. He didn't want any of that. He didn't want any of that Guinea madness. You're ready to go Volpino on his ass for uh, disrespecting our boy. <laughs> the reigning MVP, mind you. Reigning MVP. Yep. Um, uh, let me look. We got to do some. It's always good that we do a little news roundup. Cardinals Hall of Fame vote, everybody. Cardinals Hall of Fame. Yeah. We're getting, you know, we're going to vote on some new guys. You know, you got to vote between February and April. Whole new class. This is a, it's not. This is not an information. It's just a PSA. It's an ad. We are now owned by the Dewitts. Arbitration is good when it favors the owners, actually, and players are paid too much. And Bill Dewitt is struggling to get by. This is our new sponsor, Arby's. Arby's. You don't need a stomach. Um, who do we got on the? Who do we got on this list? Um, Edgar Renneria. David Freeze, Andujar, Carlton, and Matt Morris. Hmm. I'd say... How many get in? I don't know. Player with the highest numbers of votes will gain election. So it looks like one guy. One guy. It's going to be not David Freeze this year. Man, it's hard for me because he hit arguably the second or third most iconic home run in World Series history. Um... And like, oh, agreed. Yeah, and like, it's hard. It's hard to separate the rest of David Freeze because he was a pretty serviceable guy his whole career. Like, I would never say that David Free, uh, David Freeze was like really good, maybe even good. But he's a guy you could put out there, and nothing bad really was going to happen. He was affordable. He was steady. Um, he had 20 home runs one year, and I know third base has kind of emerged more as a uh, predominantly power position. But Freeze did uh, Freeze did well. Freeze did well as a third baseman. Um, if we're going by like longevity, I guess Morris um, Andujar is very iconic for the '80s, but we only had him for <clears throat> what four or five seasons, um, and I don't know why we should do Steve Carlton like he played forever and the way things ended between the club and and him and what he went on to do with the Phillies where his best years were at I don't I don't know I I'm kind of between I guess Matt Morris for me (laughs) like (laughs) I guess um yeah I don't know who who do you got uh Matt Morris I think yeah, I think Morris for me. I mean, he was really um, good. Yeah, I mean, he got top, he was like top three or top five Cy Young when he won like uh, 20-something games one season. Um, he, his rookie year in 97, he was really good. Then he got hurt, and he worked out of the pen, and he came back and was a very good starter. Very good. And then even as he drifted off, he was serviceable, and he left St. Louis at the right time. Because that's when he regressed hardcore, <laughs> and you oh, know yeah. what? It wasn't it wasn't with us, and he did it to the Giants, and he did it to the Pirates. Absolute champ, right there. Put him. 
He's a Cardinals Hall of Famer in my mind. I could um, say Edgar Renteria, though, for real, too, though. He was super good. I mean... He was very good. Um, 100 RBI consistent. season. I think that motherfucker got MVP votes. But Edgar... Yeah, Edgar, 15th, I, 15th in MVP. Edgar was an incredibly stalwart defender. Edgar was a very good hitter for, you know, for shortstop. Um, during the late 90s and early 2000s. Uh, let me pull up his hitting stats because, you know, he, he challenged for a batting title one year, if I remember. Yeah, let's look I here. mean, he's uh, got five All-Stars, three Silver Sluggers, two Gold Gloves. Oh, yeah. And look at he this was World man. Series MVP in, I think it was uh, Boston. No? It was no, 04 no, no. It was, when we uh, lost. When we, when we lost the chip. World Series MVP he, in Florida. He hit 330. Well, he had that iconic game-winning single too in yep. that in that World Series as well. Um, yeah, his his best season was Atlanta in 07, but his best string of seasons was with us. No, sorry, his best season was with us. Yeah, it's the 100 RBI season. Yeah, he hit 330 that year. That's what I remember. Um, yeah, Edgar. I don't know. Like, is it, should there be a year cut off before? Six years. No, six seasons is fine. And that was, he played, what, 15, 16 years in the bigs. Six of them with us. That was the longest. Yeah, that was his longest stretch. No. It comes down to Edgar or Mo for me. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, Edgar or Morris. Um, I like I like either of those guys. I think those really fit the mold of guys who were, I mean, they saw, um, they were here for success in the 2000s i would say they were integral to it um, i mean he could even like, have a very argumentative case for hall of fame too for I mean, edgar yeah uh you know i used to think that but nah i, I, I mean 2300 he has hits counting sets. You know, yeah i mean yeah 2300 hits is 32 good. wars pretty gloves. good i don't know yeah but you know the average for a shortstop is like double that he kind of yeah. falls into that um you know hall of very good don't get me wrong he yeah. would be a he would be a case I would have used in the discourse if Jordan Walker had the same uh, career as Edgar Renteria. Would you have been disappointed? You know. Um, uh, yeah. Oh shit. Well, maybe not hit. <laughs> well, maybe not posting the seven forty one OPS. I'm talking about like in terms of a baseball reference WAR, like thirty something WAR. Um, I mean, power power Edgar stats. A, I'd be disappointed. Yeah, if his power stats were he never uh, hit know, over, <laughs> he hit the highest home runs he's had six sixteen, sixteen, yeah. Which you know he kind of got his power surge when he came with us, and uh, you know Bush was a, you know, incredibly pitcher friendly. He he was, you know, he's great. Uh, you know he it's Edgar Morris for me. You know they were integral to not only like the success of the two thousands, but that's like really when the Cardinals kind of rebuilt to what we have now. Okay, like. The whole entire 90s, we made the postseason once, and that was Tony LaRusso's first year. Then we rebuild, retool in 2000. I mean, we pick up. We had, like, that Will Clark deadline deal. We had Pat Hankin for a season. You know, Pools comes through a year later. I mean, uh, the early 2000s Cardinals, I mean, they were they were laying bricks. They built the foundation of what we got now. Um so, and Edgar and Matt Morris were integral to all that success. So, you know, uh, if one guy has to get in, man, I don't know. 
if it if it comes down like Morris has a couple like two more seasons compared to Edgar, but Edgar was so goddamn good, man. He was. Um, fuck, I don't know who I would pick between those two. Like Edgar had sixteen point seven B war. Um, fan uh, Twitter account we like Van uh, Van Hickelstein VHS. He made like a really nifty little uh, little graph of um, Cardinals Hall of Famers and their uh, B war with us. Um, Steve Carlton had the most, but like, I just don't, you know, how long Carlton play? Like, um, he came up mid, mid late sixties. He didn't retire until I think 85, 86. So he pitched 20 plus years and what? Six of them were with us, but everyone remembers him as, you know, be as, us being too fucking cheap to give him a raise and uh, him going and creating and winning a, and winning a chip with the Phillies having arguably the greatest pitching season. Did you, a uh, uh, little, little trivia here, Nick. Don't ask me first... questions. I don't know anything. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to walk, I'm going to walk you through how awesome Steve Carlton was. Um, so he wanted a raise. We didn't want to give it to him. Um, this was in a season, I think he lost like 19 games, but our defense was like absolute ass cheeks. This is also during the age of like the reserve clause. Um, so we talked about this in the arbitration episode a little bit. Reserve clause, you know, basically you're beholden to a team your entire life. You're permanently attached to them unless they don't tender you or they trade you. So um, we traded him to the Phillies for Rick Wise, if I remember and Rick Wise was a decent pitcher, but we only grabbed like two seasons out of him, and then he went to like Boston and won some games and lost a bunch. Whatever, typical like era, uh, 70s, 80s era pitcher. Anyway, Nick, Steve Carlton goes to the Phillies in 1972, okay? The Philadelphia Phillies are one of the worst teams ever. They win 59 games that season. Steve Carlton won almost half of those games. He won 27 fucking games for him that year. It's wild. Okay, this team... Okay, keep in mind, this team's awful. He posted a sub-2 ERA and struck out over 300 guys. He was... (laughs) Yes, he did, baby. (laughs) Hell yeah, he won that Cy Young. (laughs) I'm surprised, honestly. They usually give it to... It's just like Stan Musial not winning the MVP that one year. That guy, like... We looked at that. I forget who the who the guy was, but it was like in the sixties or whatever. Yeah. And Musial um, fucking batted ten times what this dude did and he got an MVP over Musial. There's a ton there's a ton of instances of baseball writers fuck, probably prior to two thousand are I mean, they're still really wacky. We saw some of the Hall of Fame ballots were like, I'm not voting for anyone. And we're like, Okay, cool. Thank you, performative moron. But like, they would give like you know they would give like MVPs and Cy Youngs to like relievers. They would give it to Kirk Gibson. A- earned Eric his Gagne. MVP. Eric Gagne deserved it. Eric Gagne was unreal, but like uh, like a Willie Hernandez, not so much. Like I love Bruce Souter. Probably shouldn't have been Cy Young. Dennis Eckersley, awesome. Probably shouldn't have been MVP. Like. They they've they've done goofy shit. Um, it happens, you know. Every sport has that. Like the NFL made a kicker an MVP. You know that a, a fucking kicker. But um, 
What was I going to say? Um, Carlton, yes. He posted one of the best seasons ever by a baseball player. That same season, he had a war north of 12. He was worth all... Holy shit. 12, just fucking bonkers, man. He was so... He actually... I was looking this up for a 1982 episode, um, how much he owned us as uh, <laughs> through the years. Uh, let me go to 1972 here. Let's look at his pitching logs. Let's see how he did against the Cardinals. A Cardinals team that went uh, 75 and 81. Yeah. Um, Carlton went, wow, 4-0. and He threw a complete game in every start against us. So... <laughs> 36 innings, two runs given up. Just, just incredible. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I would rather have Matt Morris or Edgar Renteria, though. Yeah, Carlton say. didn't do shit for the Cardinals. Like, <laughs> he, well, lost he, 19, he lost 19 games in 1970. Well, he won 20 the next year. I mean, you know, <laughs> baseball can be pretty. Baseball can be pretty G, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but, I get it. I mean, uh, he won like a, you know, he pitched in two World Series for us. I mean, I get it, but like. That 1972 you know, season, my God. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that is. 30 uh, complete games in 41 He stars. honestly, yeah, he should be in the Hague for that shit. That's, that is, that's a war crime. Look at his final year with Philly, though. A final full season, 1-8 and eight with a 3-3 ERA. I love 70s and 80s. I remember feeling bad for Doug Fister. You remember that fucking tall, lurch-looking mofo? Do you remember Doug Fister? No, I'm just looking at Fister, I hardly knew her! Carlton didn't win MVP over Johnny Bench. Like, okay. What the Um, fuck? Here's where it was. Doug fucking Fister, man. Um, This was in 2011 when he was playing for the Mariners. He finished the season 11 and 13 with a sub-3 ERA, which is already pretty bad. Uh, you know, he had a FIP of 302. So the ERA and FIP, they support each other. He was 3-12 and 12 with the Mariners and had a sub-3-4 ERA. Like, it's just mm, chef's kiss. It's beauty whenever you, whenever an awesome, whenever a pitcher having an awesome year or an awesome pitcher having another awesome year runs into just having an anemic offense. And before we move on, another example of this. Nolan Ryan, right? We love Nolan Ryan. Guy beat up. Beat up old Robbie Ventura, you know, made him cry when we beat his team in the World Series. Um, mm. He had another, uh, he had a similar episode. Um, in 1987, he led the league in strikeouts, uh, FIP, and ERA, and finished uh, eight wins and 16 losses. <laughs> it's my, this is why baseball is a beautiful sport, folks. This is why it. Such a beautiful sport for a Astros team that had. Let's take a look here. I finished ten games under, and had hey Glenn fucking Davis. He was cool and uh, scored six hundred runs. Very good. Poor poor Nolan Ryan. Anyway, um, yeah. I don't know who I go for. I guess I guess Edgar. I guess I go with Edgar. Yeah, this season, yeah. It's going to be David Freeze though because it and oh, fine, it's that's fine. I'm it's not I'm not upset about it. I love any cardinal, you know, who gets in. Uh yep. besides Jason Isringhausen. So, um nonetheless, uh 
it's going to be freeze because of 2011, and that's valid. That was the last time the Cardinals won a World Series, and uh, yeah, whatever. Where do, you, where do you rank that moment in terms of all-time Cardinal moments, too? I mean, it's number Freeze's one. home run. It's number right? one. Freeze it's number have, one. I'm looking at I'm looking at and Van's, uh, Albert's 700th home run is number two. I'm looking at so. VHS's graphs here. Okay, so the guy's up here in terms of Cardinals' career. Freeze had the lowest B war. 6.7 as a Cardinal, okay? Um, everyone else is, the cl- next closest is Joaquin Andujar, who's like five, or sorry, six plus wins ahead of him. But like, for, man, of all the wins, of all the wins to factor into that B-War, he it's had game, that one. A game that doesn't he count He had against, that one, baby. Yeah, you know, it's a had, game that had, doesn't count against his career statistics. <laughs> he so. had that one, baby. He had that one that mattered. So. It, look, it's fine. That I mean, it's fuck game six or seven of the 2016 World Series. It's game six of the 2011 World Series. That's the yeah, best man. World Series game ever. Oh, you're talking about that super extra inning one? Game six, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Astros-Dodgers one. I think. I oh, you, no, right? that was a, a cheat fest. That was a cheat fest. Oh, my bad. I thought you mentioned one before and you cut out a sec. No, I think, well, like, top World Series moments. Number one, I think, has to be Bill Mazeroski because it's a Game 7 winning home run. Okay? It's a walk-off Game 7. Okay? You could make the argument between two and three for freeze here between him and Joe Carter. Joe Carter ended a World Series walk-off game winning Series clinching one, but the Jays were up three games to two. Yeah, so think about the Cardinals being down, being down, two final outs, strike, two strikes, so many times. Yeah, man, like there's nothing. That's the moment, man. That's the mo. That is the moment. Yeah, which is why if someone said I put that over Joe Carter, I'm like, yeah, because I get it. I mean, it's an elimination game. Um. Joe Carter, if he doesn't hit that, they still might win. And think about and what he did before game, the home run, too. Seven. You know? You know? Yeah, he hit Freeze that hit, triple. He hit the triple. That maybe a normal right fielder catches, but you know what? It's it's devil magic. It's devil magic. We've been over this. Devil magic has been in the Cardinals' blood. It hasn't been very active lately. It seems to have uh, gone on to uh, infect other teams from time to time. It seems bored with us. But uh, that... that that was peak devil magic. That was Satan signing his work was that game. Um, fuck, who'd we start that game? Was that Jaime Garcia that started that game too? Yeah. 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 Look at us, dude. We're fucking, I feel old. I feel old as shit. My dad and uncle were at that game. What? Said my dad and my Your uncle. Your dad were and at uncle that game. were there? My yeah. God, that's awesome. My uncle flew Did in they from have... LA with tickets. Did they have their shirts undone and like some jewelry? Oh yeah, like, ah! was it like oh, the yeah. Philly? Was that like the Philly photo you showed me? <laughs> it was like photo. forty degrees that night, and they're still dre- <laughs> they're still dressed like they own a deli in like the eighties. Just <laughs> 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 these golden Italian, these golden Mediterranean boys just being loud. <laughs> Do you know where no, the he, seats he were? said? Yeah, they were they were next to Freeze's Landing. Uh, oh hell yeah, we can maybe a little bit. Find them. Yeah, yeah. I try. I've tried looking, dude. I'll probably watch the game tonight and look again. But no, they said my dad said the stadium was so loud, like he couldn't even hear his thoughts. Like, dude, I mean, it was just. I like, bet. I bet. I bet we can find them. Okay, this is what we do. 
We have to look in the stands a little closely, but before before they know the home run's going to land, or better yet, at any point during a game, we should see a small circle of people, you know, being out of smelling distance. And right in the middle of that circle, we should see oh, two yeah. Italian guys. Two Italian guys. Jesus Christ. So, I love them. All right, I'm um, ready to tackle the top ten list, to be honest, of first yeah, baseman. Yeah, it's good banter. It's 20-plus minutes. Now we can do some top ten. Uh, Josh, um, I would say, didn't send a list, and that's A-OK because uh, we made one for him. dying from having his dick uh, chopped up. Uh, proceeds will go to Habitat for Humanity and Doctors Without Borders. So we're going to make up what we think Josh's top ten is. He, okay, yeah, ready? I, I did get one. Let me let me start. Let me. Uh... Ah, damn it. I was going to be like Benito Mussolini, number ten. Number ten, Benito. Uh... Number nine, Aleister Crowley. <laughs> Uh, Abella Danger is number eight. Oh, okay, uh, there it is. Oh, you got yep. the diff- You got his updated one. He sent yep. me his last year's. All right, Abella Danger. Yep. Uh, Mia Khalifa. Mia Khalifa. Uh, yeah, she's got very good. Uh, she's got good bat speed, quick hands. Yep. Uh, Johnny Sins for some reason. Johnny. Um, well, he can play any position. He's a super yeah, he utility yeah. guy. So you know. Uh, Riley Reed. Um, All right, quick. Quick, yep. nimble, probably you know. Yep. I get that. I get that. Small, yep. small player. Yep. Lena Rhodes. Um, oh yeah, that's the catcher because you know it's like yeah. Cal Rally dump truck level there. So, you know. Yeah. Stormy if, uh, Daniels. Um, okay. okay. Goes with the goes with the ageless veteran. I like that. Okay. Yep. Um. Let's see here. Where was that number? Was that number five or four? I think it was five. Yeah. Okay. I think you got the rest of the list. Oh, uh, number uh, number four, he picked uh, Alexis Texas. Nice, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yep, really, really likes players with strong lower halves. Okay, I mean that's just how how Josh is. Um, number three, we're in his top three now, folks. We're in his top three. Um, he went with a class. He went with Christy Canyon. Um, nice. Really likes. Nice, nice. Really likes her motion, man. He, you know, she's active. She's very kinetic. She's all over the place. Um, really good. Um, number two uh, went with uh, Christy Mack because uh, he likes women who are tough. You know, we need a tough player. Okay. Uh, Josh is also, uh, you know, he's uh, you know he's he's got soft spots. He's got soft spots for rugged women. You know, yeah. and uh, his number one. Um, Number one first baseman um, uh, that he has here. Um, it's kind of a surprising one, uh, I dare I say. Um, he put Goldust from the WWE, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Like we had a we had a trend going here of these first basemen all being hot. <laughs> And they may be fucking each other, but then <laughs> he goes gold with, dust. and then he went with gold dust for the shattered dreams because this was happening to him right now. They are shattering his dreams, um, because Josh has a medium sized dog between his legs, and they got to turn it yep. into a puppy. So, and yep. you know, chicks like puppies. So, Josh is straight, right? Uh, I've lived with yeah, him for a while. I, I don't he is. Nah, well, that's. That's disappointing. Anyway, 
Ryan's not here. Ryan sent us a list. Um, Do you, oh, since Ryan reads me, I'll read yeah. him. Oh, you get a little revenge here. I see. Yeah. Okay. Make it hurt. Let's see here. Are you watching something? Me? Yeah. Were you watching something just now? Me? No, I ain't, I ain't watching oh, anything. I thought I'm I heard like, something. I thought oh, I heard I some was, background noise. No, okay, I my bad. Clicking. All right. I was clicking I was, to maybe get my was, list ready. Maybe I am actually schizophrenic. Oh, I'm, oh, no, I'm cooking okay. meth. I'm making meth oh, right, yeah. amphetamine yeah. right now. So I'm going to go take it to Josh. So, honorable mentions. I'm trying to do Ryan. I can't I, uh, do his hey. laugh. His laugh brings me joy. <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's see, not. That's not his laugh. That's not see, his laugh. Sees the second not... plane hit the towers. You hear right? <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. hell yeah! He said, uh, "Mount Castle and uh, Bell." Ryan, Josh Ryan Bell Castle and Josh, Josh Bell. Bell okay. Okay. He said, okay. Number 10, Jose Abreu. Oh. All right. Number 9, Didn't Anthony even hit Rizzo. Number 8, Reese Hoskins. Ooh. Number I like that 7, one. Vinny Pascatino, if that's how you say it. Vinny P. Number 6, Nathaniel Lau. Or is it low? Nate Lau, huh? Okay. Number five, Matt Olson. Ooh, that's your boy. Number Remember four. Remember when I lost him in the Rule 5 draft? That was fucking <laughs> ignorant. I didn't, play the, I didn't play that game the rest yeah, of the Yeah, you game. shut it off. Yeah, you, <laughs> you actually deleted the app. Yep, Number I was four, the, uh, the man who took down the Twin Towers in New York <laughs> City, Pete... Peter Alonzo, <laughs> the the, uh, the home run derby. Uh, I need uh, I need my helmet. So. Loser, the, the home run uh, derby deadlift champion. Okay. Yep. Number number three, Vladdy, Vladimir yeah, Guerrero Jr. Number two, Paul Goldschmidt. Ooh. Um, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> and number one is Freddie Freeman. <laughs> The passive, the passive aggression. <laughs> oh, Freddie Freeman number. Okay, I guess I'll let anyone be, be number one, huh? I'll do my list <laughs> since his was fucking terrible. Um, actually, wow, I you're five, really upset. That, I have uh, five honorable mentions because, um, yeah. I did my research. Uh, oh, so. <laughs> At at, okay. at my from five to one honorables, we have the Coors Merchant C.J. Crone. He wouldn't be shit without that stadium. Um, number four is Josh. Wait, Bell. hold on. I like how you give him a superlative of like you know enough to be mentioned, but also fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're giving him. You're giving him a. You're giving him a gold star and tell him to eat. Tell him to eat shit. I feel like he's serviceable <laughs> enough to be an honorable mention because of his statistics at Coors Field. You know this. You know this medal is fake, like your fucking career, and then you pin it on his chest. Yep. Number four okay, is Josh Bell. Josh I would Bell's like to one. see him go back to 2019, Josh Bell. 
But if he's playing with the Padres, he's going to kill himself because of the fan base. So, yeah. Number That's f- what's in. That is. Number three is uh, <laughs> Anthony Rizzo. He is a short porch merchant now, so I can't really Thank give you. him any credit. Yeah. Um, he's going to benefit from the shift change, even though it's not even changed that much. Um, number two, I would love to see Joey Votto have a have a comeback senior season. Um, it's kind of old playing for a shitty team, playing in a hitter's ballpark. So who knows? He hit a bunch of home runs in 2021 thanks to the juiced ball. So mm-hmm. we'll see if he can come back from that. And this is my number one honorable mention, and it's a very hot take because I like doing this for rookies, but Tristan Cassis. For I was just about Red to Sox. say, it's Tristan fucking Cassis. I fucking, I'm high on this boy. Hey, uh, is he Italian? Uh, I don't know. He could be Hispanic. I think there is a uh, the 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 uh, first first baseman uh, on the Rockies who is a prospect. Yeah. I forget his name. That should uh, be Toliglia or something <laughs> like that. that I think he's be a Caligula. <laughs> no, it's like it's like it's like to hold on. I think no, that's you're what good. it is. No, Rockies, I get you. <laughs> Rockies prospect. That should be like our first thing whenever we get our press passes, our worst fan press passes, is uh, you know Tristan Cassis is taking uh, taking questions from the press. We're like, hi, um, uh, Tom from worst fan, worst blog in baseball. What the fuck are you? <laughs> My, Michael uh, Toglia, but there's another Toglia. guy in front of him. There's another guy in front of him, Grant Levine. Um, Miguel Toglia. That's the guy Michael. I signed. Well, uh, I was saying Miguel because um, maybe it is Michael. God, I brain suck. I got him on that out of the park baseball save that uh, that that Pirates one you saw me do. That I'm still yeah. that I'm gonna play afterwards because I still have no fucking idea how I'm going to, <laughs> I'm gonna how I'm gonna get this team to the postseason three years in a row. But I got Toglia. Um, Very nice. Yeah, he uh, he hasn't done much, but he's there, and uh, I bought out his arbitration years like uh, like Braves GM uh, style, which is like hey, yeah, you're robbing million. the player of his yeah money. yeah. Well, you know, it is all right. Sim. All right, top ten, number ten. Yeah, Abella Rice Danger. Hoskins. All right, he's okay, but he's good enough to be in the top ten for sure. Yeah. Um. Christian Walker at number nine. Yes. Kind of criminally underrated at this point. He's a little bit older. He is. He was blocked by Goldie for a little bit, I think. I don't even know where he came from, to be honest. I think he came over in a trade. Second second most home runs for a first baseman last season. Yes, show Christian Walker some love. Also, he Uh, had that insane defensive season. Yeah, yeah, even though Goldie should have (laughs) won. Yep. But that doesn't matter. I mean, you know, <laughs> they can't give all the awards to the best players. You know, that's just how it works. Yep. Um, number nine is Jose Abreu. He was a late bloomer, too. I think a 27-year-old Rookie of the Year, I think. Some mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, still serviceable enough. He, he's He's been good. He's been consistently good for a while. Um Number seven, I got the Venny P. Pascatino, Pasquatino, uh, Pasquatino, the Italian, the Italian monster. Yeah. Um, number six, criminally underrated, Ty France. Um, That's a good one, yeah. He's very good. 
Number five, Nate Lau on the Rangers. Big pop. Lefty pop. Uh, number four, Matt Olson. One of my favorite players in general. Uh, kind of had an okay season with the uh, the A's in his first season. I think he had the most doubles, right? He had, like, the most extra base hits or something. Mm. He had an 800-plus OPS. Yeah, he yeah, earned, he really earned his bag. Yeah. Number three, you got Freddie Freeman. Uh, number two, I got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Um, because I'm giving the young guy the benefit of the doubt over Freddie Freeman. And then at number one, I have the, the uh, MVP, Paul fucking Goldschmidt. Paul the Goldschmidt. MVP. The MVP. The guy who just won the MVP. <laughs> Not the guy who wasn't even in an MVP race. Yeah, the guy Paul who Goldschmidt. won MVP before him. You know, the well, it was in the fake season. No, that doesn't even count. Does listen, not even count. Listen, because, not even, because, because I like poking a mad dog. Would it upset you if I brought up that Freddie Freeman has been the slightly better player since 2018? With that that's bug? fine. If that's true, that's <laughs> fine. But listen. Okay. <laughs> Freddie Freeman played in a 60-game season and won a fake MVP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I get that. I mean, but his... His I think I think Goldschmidt has been more consistent throughout his entire career over Freeman. Yeah, Goldie has way better career numbers. It's just that Freddie, um, I used to not understand why people would say he was a like just automatically assume he's a Hall of Famer because his like career WAR, you know, first thing I look at, but then I look at all the other um, other stats um, because it was surprisingly low. Um, but Freeman has aged incredibly well, and he's still hitting the shit out of the ball. Um, before we get to my list, you know, just some looking at some experts um, like Steamer and Zips, the projections. Uh, they have Vladdy being uh, Steamer as Vladdy uh, being the best first baseman with a 5-2 war, followed by Freddie Freeman, Paul Goldschmidt. And uh, number four here is interesting. You left this guy off your list and didn't even put him in your honorables. It's um, it's not Luis Arias. He ain't gonna play enough at first. It's not uh, it's not DJ LeMay. Oh, it's it's Pete Alonso. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Pete Alonso, you know he hit um, what he hit? He hit like forty homers last year, didn't he? Led like I don't uh, even, he never was... heard of him in my life. <laughs> Who's he play for? I wonder. Like he's projected to to have a one forty two WRC plus. He plays. Where's he play? Hold on. Let me. Sorry. Sorry. I know. I mean, we got time, right, Nick? He plays. Um, he plays for the Mets. Well, that's interesting. It's like there's a history of these lists where certain Mets and former Mets players. Don't even make your list, except for Bugle Boy. Care to uh, care to explain, Nick? I feel that uh, you're not being uh, hashtag fair and balanced here. Hey, <laughs> get on with your list, you slut. <laughs> I'm. 
you gave the your honorable mentions and like the first people uh, like first two guys of your top 10 like praise but also shat on them and i find i want you to know I find it really funny that Pete Alonso's not even worth a backhanded compliment for him. <laughs> I love that. All right, all right. Uh, my honorable mentions. Um, <clears throat> we'll go with uh, CJ Crone, sure. Uh, Votto. I think Votto will. Votto can't have the season he did last year. Uh, Josh Naylor, because he just wants all the smoke. Um, he is great. I, mean, I should have put him on there, but I figured he's going to DH a lot. Yeah. Um, I'll put him <clears throat> on my DH list. Ty France. Uh, France had the first okay. 50 games he had. Okay. The, Honorable. Okay. Yeah. The first 50 games Ty France had, um, he was one of the best first basemen. And then he literally plateaued. Um, I think he's really good, uh, but I don't think he's gonna like hit top ten level when it comes to either the metrics we value or he doesn't hit. He hits nothing but line drives. He doesn't put the ball in the air. Is the is the thing, and which is fine. But I mean, if you're gonna be a first baseman, hey, you may. Yeah, you know, what France hit, like, around 280 last season, you know, that's great. But, you know, it needs to be offset with more than just 20 home runs. And then my last honorable mention, I almost made him my number 10, but it's Ryan Mountcastle. Ryan Mountcastle hits the absolute piss out of the ball. However... I forgot about him, too, but whatever. Dude, however, because he's right-handed... And the Orioles pushed back their left field fence a hundred fucking feet. Ryan Mountcastle hit a ton of bombs that would have gone out anywhere else but Camden Yards. And if he was on a different team, I'd probably put him at my number 10 or number 9. So, I feel bad for him. Uh, number 10. Uh, uh, fucking, fucking Vinny Pasquatino. Italian man. The Italian. Number nine, Joseph motherfucking Abreu. Number eight, born again Christian Walker. <laughs> uh, number seven, Reese between the lines Hoskins. Number six, Nathaniel Get Lau. I'm turning into Chris Berman. Number five, World Trade Center Pete Alonso. <laughs> Everyone else gets a pun. Pete, you'll never, you'll, one day you'll pay for your crime. You deserve to be in The Hague. Uh, number four, Matt Bree Olsen. There's an art porn star. Uh, number three, Vlad the Impaler Guerrero Jr. Uh, number two, Steady Freddie Freeman. And number one, no pun intended, Paul fucking Goldschmidt. See, you have some hair on your nuts and a brain in your head. Honestly, it could go one or two, and if you're a sabermetric nerd, you know you can go with Freeman. But uh, Paulie, I'm did going win with the, the guy who just won the MVP award. I'm going to go with the guy who just won the MVP award. Um, I'm actually so we can spend like last ten minutes talking projections. Um, what the experts have to say. Let's uh, 
Let's go to Prospectus. Um, I am rather hopeful, I would say, that Goldschmidt won't regress much if he does. He's gonna. I think he's going to regress. I think last year was an MVP season. Be honest. Nobody expected it. Nobody. Yeah, no one. Re well, and here's the weird thing: when we did our preseason projections, we were really big on him. And by big, I we had him like, at number one, right? I mean, well, it's not these projections. When we're like, what? Last what do we year. think they're going to do for the season? Oh, actual projections. And I thought I was God, being. I need to listen. To I that. thought I. Yeah, I thought I was shooting like really high. I was like, he's going to hit over two ninety to three hundred. With an 890 plus OPS, and he fucking blew that out of the water. He did I good. I think we would agree. Yeah, I think we agree because he was around 290 with a like 890 to 900 OPS the year before, and we were all we would have been thrilled if he replicated that, and he went beyond that and um, won the MVP. So I'll ask you this: Do you think he's replicating that number, or do you think he's going to? Be good, but not as obviously good as MVP level. What do you think? You what do you think is going to happen? I'm going all in, baby. You're going all I'm in. Going what are you all saying in. he's going back to back MVP. Back to back MVP seasons. <laughs> oh come on! Why the fuck Cardinals not? Twitter Why not? Just wants, Cardinals Twitter sticks hard for Nolan to get his shot. You want Paulie to take that away from our hard Why not? We'll see. Baseman? It's either it's either him or him or Arenado. I Jordan Jordan Walker rookie of the year. Nolan Gorman, <sighs> Silver Slugger, second baseman. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Stop with Start the, the season. You got so much hopium. You are you're asking Santa for a lot this Christmas, okay? And last I checked, you've been you very know naughty. Why you've I been don't, very, you want to know why I don't? You've been very naughty for quite a while. You want to know okay. why I don't believe in God? Why? <laughs> because MLB Network has Manny Machado over Olin, Nolan Arenado. Oh, yeah. Do you have the top ten pulled up? I was pulling up, like, a uh, little projections they got going here. Well, spoiler alert, Shohei Otani is number one, and Aaron Judge is number two. Uh, Mike I'm Trout is three. And Mookie Betts is four. <sighs> and Manny Machado is five. 10. And Nolan six, Goldie seven. I don't know who eight, nine, and ten are. And you don't care because you're like, No, I don't care. They, they jobbed my boys. Um... Pakoda, who we love to make fun of. Cardinals fans hate Pakoda. Oh, my God. <laughs> they have Goldie posting an Don't co-sign them. What? So don't give them a co-sign right now. They're good. Baseball Prospect is good. What I, I'll tell you what I really like about them, okay? So they have a percentile chart, which is the 1% odds, which 1% means Goldie regresses so hard, this is worst-case scenario. And then they have 99%. So their projection is in the middle. They're fucking centrist. So best case scenario, they see Paulie uh, throwing down 41 bombs with a 993 OPS. Uh, their middle scenario, their projection is an 815 OPS with between four to five wins. I'm not... Are we going to have a 40-bomb guy this season? Us? I don't think we are. I think our stadium's too big. Um... We have to play a lot more games outside our division too. Um, exactly, I, more more chances for home runs outside. You know, there's a lot of hitter friendly ballparks. Sure, but I'll have to pull up Stackhouse to confirm if like like Great American Ballpark is the most hitter friendly ballpark in 
in the league. And we're still going to play half our games at Bush, you know. So we're going to get less games with Cincy, same amount of games at Bush. I mean, I don't know. Like, it'd be nice to have a 40 home run guy, but think about, like, that. Like, I think we have the potential with that when Nolan Gorman and Jordan Walker are, you know, matured into big leaguers. Um, But, I mean, Goldie's never really sniffed 40 homers. Nolan has hit 40 bombs, but he's hit, what, 30 and 31 with us in his first two seasons. I mean, that's great. (laughs) Well, like, you know, Goldie's, I know this is weird to say, Goldie had his Cardinal breakout year last year. And, you know, if Nolan hasn't done that yet, maybe he, I thought he kind of has because he was, you know, the third, he was third in MVP votes last season. But maybe the best is yet to come from Nolan. Um. I don't think we'll have a 40 guy. We'll probably have a 30. One of Nolan or Goldie is going to hit 30. I, I think we'll have three 30 guys. Who's your third? Uh, O'Neal? No. Gorman? I think it might be Gorman or Contreras. Contreras won't hit 30. I love you. You never Contreras. know. You never hey, know. Hey, 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 I get it. You never know. Okay. And this is... Listen, I'll never live down Yasmani Grandal, but I will stake. I won't stake Biscuit's life on it, but I will stake. I'll stake a, a Hornsby level esque challenge that Wilson Contreras ain't gonna pop thirty. Not in our ballpark, hey, nah. I never know. I think he'll kind of could get, have a power surge, man. You don't know. Well, let me tell you what my concern you is. You saw what people were saying about Nolan leaving cores, dude, and he went ahead and popped 30-31 back-to-back seasons. Yeah, but, like, he was a 40-home so. run guy in cores. Like, uh, and Ex- like That's and, 10 less. Yeah, it's 10 less. That's 10 less, le- that's and 10 less and Wilson's because of never thin hit, air. Wilson's never hit above, I think, 26 bombs, man. Like, he's outside of Wrigley, and Wrigley's he's a hitter-friendly park, depending where the wind he's about is. To peak. Know, but. He's about to peak. Well, here, here, hear me out here, okay? Like, I'm excited for Wilson Contreras. I have this concern that not the Cardinals fans we follow. We, you know, we they're pretty stable. But my concern is is that Wilson Contreras, I think, will probably be around a 700 to 750 OPS, which is great for a catcher. And I'm thinking he's probably going to pop 15 to 20 homers. He's going to be in Bush. It's going to be hard for him to do. He could obviously top that. And you know what? Those numbers I will be over the moon for because it's so much better than what Kisner will ever do, and it's way better than the final years we have with Yachty. Okay? And my concern is is that when we get a pretty, like, if Goldie or Nolan hit like that, we would have a stroke. But when a catcher does that, that is grade A production. I mean, Sean Murphy hit like that last season. He got a big, and he got a cash bag. Okay. Um, Wilson has hit better than that in Chicago. Uh, and he honestly took a pay cut to be with us. He should be making like $25, 30000000 million. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I think if he hits like that, people are going to... Uh, uh, I'm more concerned in the reaction when people... Uh, when people see that a good hitting cat, a good hitting season for a catcher is not a fucking remember Will and Rosario. It's not a Will and Rosario uh, like outbreak like that. <laughs> like, like, 
Uh, if he hits 30 bombs, that'll be awesome. I'll do something crazy for laughs. But um, speaking of our boy, though, what? Uh, let's see what what what's Wilson Contreras. Um, Steamer has him on track to hit 21. And what does Zips have? Zips has him hitting 19. And what does Pakoda have? Because Nick loves Pakoda. What does baseball prospectus have him at? Is this going to be your hot take for the season? Wilson Contreras hits 30 or around 30? I say he he hits 30. Right on the nose. Last game of the season. And he has 27. And he has a three-homer night. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine it. Don't mean it's going to happen. I mean, then yeah, you know, then again, I like projection stats and all that. Doesn't mean that's not going to happen. Pakoda's big on him. They see him hitting, posting a 746 OPS, a 3-4 to four war, and 21 homers. And I'll tell you what, Nick. Their percentiles here. Their top percentile, best case scenario for him with their uh, metrics, they see him hitting 37. So, you know. Home runs? <laughs> so, their 50 percentile <laughs> is 21 taters and a 746 OPS. Jesus Christ. Dude, their imagine all the Cubs fans in shambles <laughs> if Wilson popped 37 fucking bombs oh, in that's... his first year at a Cardinal uniform. I would fucking come. Dude, that dude. weird fucking that account being like, I'm going to boo the shit out of Wilson Contreras. And I can see this doofy motherfucker booing William Contreras. Like, ah, same Contreras to me. I don't know where he's at. Like, Wilson, I hope, has a multi-homer game in Chicago. It's going to make me happy. But their 99 percentile has him at 37, and their 95 percentile has him at 30. He just needs to beat the odds. <laughs> he needs to have a career year. That's basically what it would be. If he has a career year with us, baseball prospectus says it's possible that he'll that he can reach the thirty plateau. <laughs> oh man, um, what else do they have um, before we eventually fuck someone and leave? I'm curious. Zips has Goldie hitting 26 bombs. What do the projection metrics say about Nolan? They think he'll be... Zips has him as the third best third baseman. They have him ahead of Manny Machado. They have him ahead of... Oh, good. Good. I was about to say I'm going to hang up the phone. (laughs) They have Bregman and Ramirez ahead of him. Oh, Alex Bregman... Yeah. The trash can fucking master himself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They okay. have Okay. This okay. Is, I don't I don't yeah. agree with this here. They have Nolan popping twenty five. That's zips. Steamer is considered the best. What do they have Nolan at? They have Nolan as the number two behind Jose Ramirez, and they have Nolan at twenty. Fucking box. computer AI fucking generated fucking numbers. Computer. I'm I'm good, dude. All right, all right. Before we before we before I'm gonna we let finish. the numbers. I'm just gonna say fuck Pakoda and that's who I'm fucking tonight. Hey, be, be that's a nice who boy. I'm fucking. Hey, be a nice boy. Let me see what Pakoda has. They surprised. I mean, they were you know they were saying you know. Wilson Contreras has a shot. You know, they were kind of on your side there. 
I'm kind of curious. Well, so it's hitting forty. Let's go. I'm kind of curious what they're projecting Tyler O'Neill though with a full healthy season. Steamer has him twenty four bombs, two and a half WAR. What does Zips have him at? Zips has him. Okay, they have him at two point six with twenty two bombs. What? What? What would you? What? What does Tyler O'Neill? What kind of stats do you think O'Neill needs to needs to hit for you to be satisfied? All I want him is to recreate twenty twenty one. You want him to have an MVP esque year? Is that what I'm getting? Yeah. That is. A, yeah. That's a lot. All right. Before we go away, before we fuck, I want to put, see him hit twenty eight home runs with a two eighty batting average again. I that just want awesome. him. The standard I have for him was the one I had when he had that MVPS gear, which, like, I just want him to be healthy. I want him to hit 20-plus bombs and have, like, a 750 to 800 OPS. And honestly, if he does that, I'll be really happy with that. And I know if I set that standard there instead of doing the whole, it's Tyler O'Neill's world and we're living in it right now, that oh. he's going to have an MVPS Oh, Jesus gear. Christ. All right. Last one here before uh, before you pull your hair out, okay? Pakoda, baseball prospectus. They have Nolan Arenado with an 808 OPS and 25 bombs. <laughs> over and over. They're, Cut that it is out. their 50 percentile. Their 99 is 42 bombs. Holy uh, fuck! At the 80 percentile, <laughs> he breaks 30 bombs. So hey, they more of a chance he does that. And Wilson Contreras hitting 30 homers, I would say. All right. Who are we fucking tonight? <laughs> you got to fuck. Dakota. Dave Sobrowski. Yeah, Sobrowski. Baseball. MLB Network's <laughs> top 10 list. Hell, hey, no, no. Fuck the projections, right? Fuck the projections. 